This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker with you on a Wednesday as we talk about Netflix movies and snails and MLB awards. Lots to get into. MLB card coming up in a little bit with today's games, the early games, late games, a bunch of games today across Major League Baseball. But... Cody, we wanted to touch on the Kevin Durant, latest rumors out there, latest stories. So let's start with this. Then we'll get to the teams that are being mentioned now. The Nets are throwing out there, you know, Shams was throwing out yesterday, that they could keep Kevin Durant. That they, If they don't get an offer they like, they could just keep him. I, I don't buy it. I, I mean, once once a player asks for a trade, it's very rare that it's like, oh, never mind, I'm cool. Just We'll just we'll pretend this never happened. It's like, this is good. This is going to end. The Kevin Durant-Nets thing is going to end. It's a matter of, This feels like more of the Nets just trying to get the best offer they can and not giving him away. But I don't see how they just run this thing back. Is there a possibility? And 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 keep in mind, he did ask for his uh, the trade after the quote unquote uh, doing something different, something crypto, something 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 (laughs) opting in statement. Um, Is there a possibility that the team instead pivots and moves Kyrie first and keeps KD? I mean, they could. I think, yeah. I mean, Kyrie's gone. Is that, right? is that something that KD would want? Is that the reason that this is all taking place is my question. So I had that exact conversation with someone yesterday. And it's almost you forget about the Ben Simmons headache because Kyrie's such a headache. Ben Simmons is still there. Like, mm-hmm. who the hell wants to play with that guy? Like, I think that's as much as part of the problem as the Kyrie situation. Yeah, I also think we have to remember we're not dealing with normal people here. I mean, think about these the two figures in this, right? Kyrie Irving thinks the world is flat, right? And he was on Zoom calls with the mayor of New York instead of playing games or whatever he was doing. He, was, he goes to birthday parties and misses three weeks. And then Kevin Durant left the Warriors to go sign with the Nets. Like, it, like that might be the dumbest thing anyone's ever done in basketball. So we're talking about people that I don't think they think logically about their decision-making here, Cody. Like, maybe a logical person might say, you know what? Maybe I'll take this. I'll rescind this trade request. I'll come back. Maybe Kyrie would say, you know what? I want to be here. We want to finish what we started. These guys aren't logical thinkers. They're all over the place. I, I, this feels like the Nets are just trying to tell people, yeah, we're not giving away, but I wouldn't buy that. You're not, if they want out, they're out. That's the way it works in the NBA. But, but why is it how, why is it the way it works in the NBA? It makes no sense to me that this is how it works in the NBA. 
any other sport, players have to play unhappy and live up to their contracts. I, know. I don't know how Harden's been able to force multiple trades while under huge contracts. KD's asking for it. it, it it's just the weirdest thing. And correct me if I'm wrong, this is a fairly new phenomenon over the last five years. It's getting worse, too. I, I, I wonder at some point if there's going to be an owner that just says no. Like, you know what? You just stay home for four years if you want. Like in football, no this would never breach happen. a contract anymore. Like, isn't this a breach of contract? It sh- it should be. I-, I I guess because they have so much power. Because the like, if Kevin Durant doesn't play, the Nets can't win any games, right? His power, like in baseball, doesn't work like that, right? Like Bryce Harper's gone out for the Phillies. They've played just fine without. I mean, we know how this works. Like baseball, one guy doesn't. I mean, Jacob Degrom's been out all year. The Mets are a fifty win team. It just doesn't matter that much. So yeah, but go this home is a salary capped league, though. I, I mean, know. Like if you have a player that's refusing to play and he's taking up a sizable chunk of your salary cap, I just don't understand how the team and listen, I'm a guy that is always on the player sides when it comes to any type of dispute, almost always. But I don't understand how you're not leaving the ownership, a billion dollar entity that I'm assuming has roomfuls of attorneys aren't leaving themselves any wiggle room to get out of certain contracts. Well, and look, it'd be one thing if Durant had one year left on his deal, right? And he was telling them, I'm not going to resign. Like, then he could kind of like, right? right, Yeah, like, I can understand that. He could kind of massage his way out by saying, hey, if you want to get something for me now, because I'm not coming back, I think that's fair. He's got, you're right, he's got four years left. I I, I don't, I mean, it's gotten to the point where I think it hurts the league. It's fun for, like, us to talk about. It's fun for the summertime. Imagine being a fan of the Nets. I know there's aren't many of those people. But, like, imagine being a fan and you, like, you signed up, you bought tickets, you have season tickets. And these guys just wake up when they're like, yeah, I want out. Like, what are we doing here? It's not just that, though. It's not just the wanting out thing. It's all. This also feels like a fair – ever since the idea of load management has been introduced into the NBA, and I'm a big proponent and understanding of load management and thinking it's obviously the way the structure of the NBA is, load management makes all the sense in the world because, quite frankly, the second half of the season is the playoffs and half more than half of the team is in that second half of the season pretty right. much. But since that has started, it is, seems like we are getting a lot of players, and I please forgive the phrase, but quitting on certain teams when their seed is a little lower. I'm using the Lakers as an example last year. It seemed as though every single star the Lakers had, and they still had a chance to go into the playoffs as close as a week left of the season, they all just gave up. No Westbrook, no AD, no even LeBron. It was just, it was quitting. I mean, that's the word. These guys quit. They don't want to be somewhere. That, I mean, James Harden last year for the Nets, there was a story, I think Bleacher Report of the story, that he wanted out. He didn't want to play anymore. He said he had a hamstring injury. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. And he left the team to go to Vegas with his friends for three days while the team is playing. Like, imagine if in any other walk of life if this happened. Like, it's crazy. They just run the league. They just do whatever they want. It's incredible. I mean, as someone that was a professional athlete for a long time, I can't stress enough. I mean, I was never a superstar, so I was never in a position of any said power. But even the stars I played with weren't didn't have that type of power. I mean, I played with Matt Kemp after an MVP Matt Kemp season. And yeah, Matt Kemp took a little bit more liberties than most players probably would. But at no point was Matt Kemp giving up on the season of the team. He got his ass out there and he played his ass every single day. Uh, whether it was good or bad, and he dealt with the consequences one way or the other. I don't see that in the NBA anymore. It seems so. oh no, there seems to be a problem. Well, I'll just shut down the season for the second half. Yeah, How or is this like an option? 
<laughs> and because they get what they want. Like you said, the Harden thing. He got what he wanted. He, he, he did. He said, I'm, I'm going to Vegas until you trade me to the Sixers. I traded him to the Sixers. It's, it is remarkable how this works. So the Durant, the, the latest quickly here um, with some thoughts on where he could go. So Kevin O'Connor throughout the Pelicans is a long shot. You can find the Pelicans 22 to 1 to land him. And then Jake Fisher, Bleach Report, has been the guest of the show, said the Raptors will not part with Scotty Barnes. They're rookie of the year from last year. Uh, I could see why the Nets would want him. I wouldn't want to give him up either. We'll see how it plays. I still think Toronto's got the best package. If they really want him, they're going to land him. They have all their picks. They have all these young players. I They just feel like the team that gets him if they offer everything. But can but will will they be able to put out a winning team giving up that much for KD? KD's going to need some play. KD's still putting up over thirty a game, and we know sure. KD is still a great version of KD. But can KD really do this by himself in Toronto if they trade off everybody? I'm sure that's why they don't want to. Right? That's why they don't want to include Scotty Barnes. They're like, listen, we need to keep him to play with Kevin Durant, so we go in a title. But that's that's the tricky part about this. There was also um, Chris Broussard. Did he slander Toronto? What did he say, uh, Paul? He, was he talking about Toronto as not a place players want to play, like not like an NBA city? Yeah, I didn't see the exact quotes, more so headlines, but just that he's been ragging on Toronto for the you know last couple times he's been on his show. Um, so let's see, and then it, anyway, let's see. Joey, I don't I, have I, any, Toronto. I don't think KD will want to go to Toronto. I visited there many times. It's not America. Great. Um, okay. So, yeah, it just kind of like, I mean, very hot takey, very like, you know, very Broussardy, I guess you could say. But, you know, it's ragging on as a city and that sort of thing. That's weird because I, I have never been to Toronto, um, but I know a lot of people that have been to Toronto, played for Toronto. And I have yet to meet a person that doesn't say Toronto isn't in their top three cities they've ever been in. I've never heard yeah. a bad thing. Like I went once it was. 20 years ago or 19, 18 years ago, I had a great time. Yeah, here it's awesome. Great nightlife, good restaurants, a gr- supportive community. I mean, it's just, I, I, I hear great. That, that, and by the way, in baseball, you know what the biggest thing that old timers always bring up all the time? How much they miss going to Montreal. Everyone Uh-oh, misses yeah. Montreal so much in baseball. Remember that was the, uh, the idea the race had of playing half the season in, in Tampa, half the season in yeah. Montreal? Yeah, I got there was down. no way that was ever going to happen. I, I no. can't imagine. As a player, I would never want to do that. That sounds so miserable. Yeah, I don't I don't get the Broussard thing because the Raptors have been a team now for 25-ish years, and they've had stars. Right, Vince Carter was a star, Tracy McGrady. I know those guys didn't stay forever, but like I never heard them badmouth Toronto. McGrady, Chris Bosh was there, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Three years ago. Right, like they've had – NBA superstars that have, like they've had top five players or top 10 players, whatever those guys were in those moments play there. It's not like they've never had a star. Plus Kevin Durant has no say in this. Like, dude, you, you asked for a trade. You're getting traded where they send you. Like, what are you going to do? Can I give you a weird example about this whole thing um, about this whole, like disappearing and going off for a while. I've only heard of this happening in baseball one time and one time only. And I spoke to the front office about it because I was very interested. It happened with Tommy LaStella with the Cubs. And Tommy LaStella, they told him they were sending him down. He said, nope, grabbed his stuff, and he went home. And I was a guy in AAA going, like, what is going on? You can't do that. No one no one can do that. And it's not like Tommy LaStella was a name going like that he could throw around his weight. 
So I call over the I call over the the Cubs and I start chatting with them. And the front office guy was 100% on Tommy LaStella's side. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. He's like, no, 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 no. We, we screwed him. We screwed him over bad. He's hitting 340 right now. He has no business being down in the minor leagues. He's right. Um, we're doing everything we can to fix the situation. I'm like, never heard of that in my life. Still haven't heard of it since. So he just didn't go. He just went, I guess he just went home for a couple days. I guess he just went home for a couple days. And by the way, he was back in the big leagues like a week and a half later. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Never went down, never even showed up to Iowa. I mean, good for him. It worked out great. He must be a wonderful guy if if the Cubs he's screwing over the Cubs and the Cubs are like, no, no, it's our fault. I kind of remember rumblings of that without like the specifics, but yeah. I mean, it was like around the Cubs heyday, you know, seasons or whatever, a couple years back. But yeah. I mean, good for him, I guess. But yeah, that's again, Tommy Listell, 25th, 26th, 27th guy. That's crazy. I wonder. He should be the the guy that, that paves the way. What if all the What if all players started doing this? No, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nope. hey, Cody, it's time for you. You got to go back over to Reno. I'm like, nope, nope, no, nope, nope. I'm nope, saying nope, right nope. here, or I'll else. Be right here, you're gonna have to rip. They would me. They would get security and remove me. <laughs> Well, that's that's why the power because the NBA player is you know affects the game so much more, right? The NBA superstar compared to the one baseball player. It's why James Harden and Durant get away with this nonsense. Why Kyrie Irving can do whatever he wants to do and like just he comes back and everyone rolls out the red carpet. To be fair on the Kyrie Irving thing, though, I mean Kyrie did miss over fifty percent of his games this last year because of Kyrie acting like Kyrie. Yeah. And still, teams are going to line up to trade for him because he could put the ball in the basket and he could yes. help them win a title. Even though he do you think teams are looking at that as like that? Those games are the load management. We're calling it a day. We're just going to assume that's what it is. You mean like he's just going to miss a lot of games? We just he's going to miss these games because of this reason, and we'll just chalk that up as under load management as his days off. Yeah, I mean, you you could right like. Oh, so Kyrie Irving is going to go to a city council meeting because he's interested in, in you know, whatever. So that's two games off this. And we'll that's just call two games off. Hey, listen, he, yeah, he, he's he's got to go speak at a flat earthers convention for three days. So we got to factor that into his playing time. He's missing those three days. You know what? It'd be funny if someone trades for him in the press conference. Like, are you worried that he doesn't play every game? Well, listen, we we're going to give him time off anyway. So if he needs to go to this conference or this birthday party, it's, it's OK. I get it. Ugh. Ugh. I just, I, again, I, as an, as an athlete and keep in mind, athletes talk crap to each other, like on the court. I, I don't, especially basketball players. I mean, basketball players, there might be more trash talk on that court than any other sport combined. And oh, trust yeah. me, there's some serious trash talk in every single sport, but how do guys get away with that? I mean, how are they not getting stamped with the statement saying, well, that guy's soft. That guy's not. A like, how is the, how are guys getting away with this? This seems like you're just giving every single guy who's got a mouth a bazooka to use against you nonstop. I don't I don't get it either. I mean, it seems like everyone is just like they walk on eggshells right there. Like, oh, I respect his opinion. I don't respect Kyrie's Irving opinion on the earth being <laughs> not flat. It's not. It's not flat. Like, this, this has been proven, dude. Move on. Like, the, but yet, I mean, this is the the whole thing. Like, if you have a skill set, you're going to keep getting work. Like, Kyrie Irving's one of the great scorers in the NBA. He's going to have a team trade for him. Doesn't matter you know what he thinks. My favorite thing about the flat Earth thing with Kyrie is, and, and it's just the, the thing with everyone who brings up the flat Earth thing. I just always ask one question, and no one can answer it. Hey, hey, if this is a good global conspiracy, 
who benefits from it just <laughs> in any way? I just want to just answer me that question. Answer that and I'm done. I've yet well, to find out who benefits from the yeah, flat. I'm Earth sure. Thing. I'm sure Kyrie would have an answer for you. You know the meme uh, from Happy Gilmore uh, or Billy Madison, right? Like that's the dumbest thing I ever heard, and we're all dumber yes. for listening to it. Yes, every yes, yes. every time Kyrie talks, that's how I feel. Like we're that's we're how all... that should have been my response to his tweet about opting in. Oh jeez, <laughs> he's just he, he's a, he's an independent thinker. <laughs> every time he okay. talks, I. I feel like we've we've all we're all stupider here. All right, Joe Gilio, Cody Decker, Becky Well Daily. Coming up on the side, we'll dive into today's early MLB games, the first slate afternoon game straight. That's coming up next, right here on the BeckQL network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.